This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers. Small, devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 30 is going to be from 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 through 7. Walking in the light is staying out of darkness. 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 through 7 read, This is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you, that God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. Notice in verse 7 that in order to have our sins cleansed, we must walk in the light. And what this means is that if we do not stay out of darkness, then we don't have fellowship with other Christians that are walking in the light. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, does not cleanse us from our sins. And this is the message that we have heard from the beginning in verse 5, that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. We cannot have fellowship both with darkness and with God because light and darkness cannot have fellowship with one another. If we say that we have fellowship with him, but we walk in darkness, we sin in our lives, and we don't repent of it, then we lie, and we do not practice the truth. Walking in the light is staying out of darkness, because darkness can have no fellowship with light. When you turn on a light switch, all the darkness in the room goes away, because the light dispels the darkness. In Matthew chapter 5 and verse verses 14 through 16, the Bible says, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. So as Christians today, we have to be the light. If we're not the light and we're not shining forth the the light of Jesus, then how is the world going to see Christ in us? In Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20, Paul said, I've been crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yea, not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Paul was crucified so that Christ could live through him, so that the light could shine in his life. We are that light. We shine the light of Jesus. But if we hide our light under a basket, how can the world see it? We have to allow our light to give light to the house, verse 15. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. If we're not letting our light shine then we're not glorifying our Father. Verse 16, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father. If our light is not shining in our lives, then we are not glorifying the Father. In John chapter 1, verses 1 through 5, the Bible says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was life. And the life was the light of men, and the light shines in darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. You see, Jesus is the life. 
and the life is the light of men. Jesus is the light of the world, and he shines in darkness. He came to a very dark world, but this world did not comprehend his light. We have to make sure that we comprehend his light and that we understand the love that he showed for us in coming to this world and dying for us upon the cross so that we could have eternal life. But we have to look to him so that we can have this life where Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and life, and no one comes unto the Father except by me. If we do not comprehend his light, then we are not going to make it to the Father because he is the only way to the Father. Walking in the light is staying out of darkness because we cannot have fellowship with Christ who is the light and walk in darkness because the light dispels the darkness. In John chapter 3, verses 19 through 21, and this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. And so the condemnation of the world is that light has come into it. Now, we know the difference between light and darkness. When a light switch is turned on, there is no doubt what light is. But men love darkness. They want to shut that light switch off so that people cannot see their evil deeds because they don't want to do their evil deeds in the light where everybody can see it and they get a bad reputation. But practicing evil is not coming to the light. For everyone who practices practicing evil hates the light. And why do they hate the light? Because the light exposes their evil deeds. But people that love the truth, they come to the light. They want to stand in the light that their deeds can be clearly seen because they've been done in God. Walking in the light is staying out of darkness. In John chapter 8 and verse 12, we see... Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. We cannot follow Christ and walk in darkness. We have to walk in the light. So if we have secret sin in our lives that we are not allowing the light to expose so that we can repent of them, then we cannot follow Christ because he shines light all around him. And once again, light is exposed, exposes darkness. It expels darkness. Darkness cannot be around it. And so if we're going to walk in the light, then we have to stay out of darkness because Jesus is the light of the world. And if we're going to follow him, there won't be darkness around him. In John chapter 9 and verse 5, it says, As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. So as long as Jesus was in the world, he was shining his light. And once again, darkness cannot be around that. In John chapter 12 and verse 36, it says, Then Jesus said to them, A little while longer the light is with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. He who walks in darkness does not know where he is going. And so walk while we have the opportunity, while the light, while we have the opportunity of the light. Because if we walk in darkness... We stumble. We're going to fall because we can't see where we're going. The light is the light of the path. Jesus is the light of the path. In Psalms 119, verse 105, his word lights our way. And 
if we are outside of his word and we're not walking in the light, then we have absolutely no clue where we're going. Jesus said again in John chapter 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes unto the Father except by me. And if we're walking in darkness, we can't find the way to the Father. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14 through 18, the Bible reads, Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what accord has Christ with Baal? Or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean and I will receive you. I will be a father to you and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Notice verse 14 with me again. And do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness and what communion has light with darkness. In Amos chapter 3 and verse 3 it says, How can two walk together unless they be agreed? If you're walking in the light, but you continually walk with somebody that's walking in darkness, what fellowship can you have with them? Eventually, their darkness is going to rub off on you, and you're no longer going to be following Christ because Christ is walking in the light. What communion has light with darkness? In 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 33, it says, Evil companions corrupt good morals. If we continue to walk with people that walk in darkness... That's where we're going to eventually be walking is in darkness because light and darkness cannot have communion together. In verse 15, it says, In what accord has Baal, Christ with Baal, or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. And as God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. But in Isaiah chapter 59, verses 1 and 2, sin separates from God. And so if we have sin in our lives, none of this can work for us. We cannot be God's people because he cannot dwell in us. If we're not walking in the light, then Christ cannot dwell in us. We cannot be his people. That means if we're sinning and we refuse to repent, then we are not the temple of God. Because sin separates from God. Verse 17 of First Corinthians chapter of Second Corinthians chapter six says, Therefore come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean, and I will receive you. We cannot touch the unclean works of darkness, the unclean works of sin, and be received by Christ. We have to come out from amongst them. We can't walk alongside sin and alongside Christ at the same time. Walking in the light is staying out of darkness. In verse 18, if we will come out from the darkness and walk in the light, verse 18 says, and I will be a father to you and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. If we don't come out from darkness though, he cannot be a father to us. In Ephesians chapter 5, verses 8 through 14, the Bible says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. 
and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore he says, Awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. But notice verse 11 in Ephesians chapter 5, it says, And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Our life has to shine as a light in the world. If we're going to expose darkness, then we have to be that light. And we cannot have fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. That means if you have sin in your lives... You need to let the light convict you of that so that you can come back to God and walk in the light. You see, we need to expose error. We don't need to be walking right alongside error. Have no fellowship. Not just part of your life has to be given to God, but all of your life has to be given to God and walk in the light. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. In Philippians chapter 2, verses 12 through 16, the Bible reads, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless children of God, without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life, so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. And so notice verse 15 again in Philippians chapter 2, that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world. And then verse 16 shows how we shine as a light in the world, holding fast the word of life. We cannot sin on one hand and hold fast to the word of God. We cannot do what is opposite of the light and walk in darkness and hold fast to the word of life. Paul said, if you will, if you'll hold fast to the word of life, I will be able to rejoice, and my labor will not have been in vain. So we need to be shining as lights in the world. Walking in the light is staying out of darkness. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, and verse 10, it says, But has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Christ has abolished death. We can have eternal life through Jesus. In John chapter 3 and verse 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We can have everlasting life. It has been revealed. It has been brought to us. And Christ has abolished death. But we have to follow the light through the gospel. In Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, Paul said, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. We have to walk in the light, and we have to stay out of darkness. Walking in the light is staying out of darkness. So as we go about our lives today, let us take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you.
So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.